This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You just pulled a bag of pot out of your vagina. I know. Why, why would you do that? I do it all the time. It's in a bag. And, you know, the vagina is nature's pocket. It's, it's natural and it's responsible. On this episode of The Commercial Break. Well, hey, listen, uh, when you're this good looking and this famous of a podcaster, then it happens. that's it. Yeah. I had a few people text in to remind me that I am indeed not famous. But <laughs> <laughs> famous people don't text back to the other, to the Cleons. That's not what happened. You would absolutely be involved with in it. <laughs> I was speaking with Emily earlier, and I feel confident she is here for love. She also gives great head. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. That's what she told me last night. <laughs> That's what she told me last night. She's here for love. Unfortunately, I can't give her that love, so she's still yours. <laughs> and what about you, teenage son, whose name I forgot? What's going on with you? I'm going through puberty. <laughs> Now, now, that's nothing to talk about before dinner. Let's hold that inside for the next 15 years. We'll find an appropriate time to talk about it. I washed all your pants. I found lipstick all over your collars. And I scrubbed the shit off your shoe. How was yours? And then I got drunk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I've been taking mommy's little helpers all day long just to get through my miserable existence. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend and co-host, Kristen Joy Holdley. Best to you, Chrissy. And best to you, and Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of this, the commercial break. It's not for everybody, but fact, news, or fiction is guaranteed in 15 seconds or less. Go to the tcbpodcast.com website to collect your readings. And best to you, Nana. And best to you, Nana. <laughs> my new Nana. Best to you, new Nana. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're officially doing the show to one person and one person only, and that's yeah. Kyle and Rodan's new neighbor. Ned. That's yep. it. Yep. My, their new, our new Nana, <laughs> known as Kyle and Rodan's uh, neighbor. Go back and listen to Best to You, New Nana, if you want to hear all about it. So I just got back from L.A., and, you know, there's a they have, like, a homeless person problem there. Like, it's very serious, and it is apparent. Yeah, I'm always reading about that. It's crazy. It really is, and it's sad, and... and there, people out there have solutions, and of course, those solutions don't work for other people's opinions. And you know, there's no real easy answer to yeah. this. You don't certainly don't want to encourage people who are otherwise able and capable 
to just live off of, you know, government paychecks. I don't agree with that. But at the same time, there's a mental illness and drug That's addiction, which is it. a form of mental illness. Mm-hmm. Like there is a lot of complicated shit you got to get to the bottom of. But here's the story. So I'm walking. So I'm, I go to a meeting and I'm walking through the streets of Burbank, downtown Burbank. Okay. With another gentleman that I work with. And my phone rings and I'm talking to, you know, this guy. And it's Astrid, and I click, you know, go away. <laughs> click, do not disturb. Away. Do not disturb. <laughs> Leave me alone, Astrid. And then the second call comes, but this time it's FaceTime. And I, oh. I'm like, okay, I really can't FaceTime now. Let me click, and then I'll mm-hmm. write her a message. But before I get a chance to send that message, she's calling a third time. Now, mm-hmm. anytime a loved one calls you three times, you know what that means. You got to pick the fuck up. Yeah, you Something's have going to. on, right? right? No one. Especially not my wife. She's not prone to histrionics. Like she's, if she knows I'm busy, she'll leave me alone, and then I'll call her later. Vice versa. So I pick up the phone, and she is in hysterics, like absolute hysterics. She's crying. She's melting down. I can just tell by the tone of her voice something is wrong, and it is. Mia has locked herself in the dark bathroom. She's pressed the lock, locking mechanism, and she's closed the door. She's already been in there for a number of minutes, and Astrid. Doesn't know where the key to the, to the you know the in, you know the house locks where you, that has a little yes. hole and you take the thing and you poke it around and you open it up. She can't find that. Usually like a coat hanger, right? Yeah, you can do a coat hanger, but they give them to you in the packages when okay. you buy the doorknob. They give you like this little thing. It just looks like the end of a coat hanger twisted up. Yeah, but it's easy to just kind of move. It's I say it's easy. It's not really easy. It can be complicated and hard to do, especially depending on what kind of lock you have. Well, these fucking locks, door doorknobs that we have at our house, they're beautiful. But you can't fucking unlock them because it's so Eesh. damn difficult. So I said, screaming, where's the key? The key to the locks, the key to the locks. And I'm like, I happen to have one in the studio. And I'm like, oh, in the studio, there it is. Yeah. Calm down. Like, it'll be okay. But I can hear Mia screaming bloody oh, murder in the background. No. She's scared. She's been in there for a while. Yeah. She doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't understand. You know, she's only two. So she doesn't really understand what we're trying to tell her. Like, when I say it's going to be okay, she doesn't know that. Right? Yes. All she knows is she's separated from everybody in the dark. Matty, for to to his credit, is like so. Astrid's on Facetime, right? And so she goes to get the thing, and she puts the phone down on the floor. Matty, then Matty comes in the view of the Facetime, and he's like, "Daddy, Mia's in the Mia's in the bathroom. Come quick!" And I'm like, "I can't, buddy. Mommy's gonna figure it out." So mommy comes, she tries to do it, but I think she's, you know, obviously upset. She's hearing sure. her baby on the other side crying, and she just can't get it. Like she can't do it. And she's like, I'm going to call the fire department. I'm like, hold on. They'll take time to get there. Let me call the neighbor, right? So the incredible neighbors that we have, I call him, the the husband of the family. He says, I'm not there, but my wife and my teenage son, who's like 17 years old. Yeah, he, seen him. Yeah, they're, they're, or he's 15. They, they're, there, they're there. Let me have them run over. They're, you know, they're calm. They can, maybe they can figure right. it out. So get over, nothing. It's not working. You know, I'm like, oh okay, God. get the crowbar and the yeah. hammer and just pop that thing open. I don't give a shit, right? I'm freaking out, but I'm staying calm because me freaking out is going to make everybody else freak yes, out even more. That's true. Right? Matty's running around like, daddy, daddy, come quick. Man, you know, me is <laughs> Astrid's upset. Obviously, she can hear her baby screaming. And the two level heads in the situation, the two calm people who've just entered the situation are trying their best, but they're also not having success. So finally, I'm Whoa. like, call the fire department. Just yeah. call the fire department. Get her out of there. I don't care. If they ruin the house, it's fine. It doesn't matter, right? It really doesn't matter. No. You have to get to the baby. Okay. So I'm in the middle of the streets of Burbank, walking up and down, pacing back and forth on this FaceTime call, staying calm, but really inside, like absolutely losing my shit, as Mia's also (laughs) screaming bloody murder now. (laughs) Are you back in the closet, hun? (laughs) Uh, So 
this is all going down. And then while Astrid, I think, is getting prepared to call the fire department, like, okay, I'm going to hang up with you and I'm going to call the fire department. The young man pops the door. He manages to get the door open, right? But it was very hard. It was very difficult. Now I understand why Astrid couldn't get it the first couple minutes. She's nervous. She's shaking. She's upset. You know, the baby's upset. So she pops it open. Door comes, whatever. Reunited. Reunited. You can see in Astrid's eyes. She's like, oh, my God. You know, all this fear. And, you know, the her... The, the other person, the other adult in the room is not there and, in fact, many miles away. And I'm feeling the same way. Helpless, hopeless, yeah. and hard, and, and my heart bro- is breaking for all of this screaming and yelling going on. So as soon as I hang up the phone, Hody, as soon as I hang up the phone, it's like one of those uncontrollable moments. I don't cry very often, but I started to cry because I felt like I was holding it together while I was on the call, right. but when I got off the call, it was this real sense of hopelessness. And right. I wasn't like bawling, but I, you could see in my eyes, I was like crying. There were tears coming down my face. Yeah. As I'm just trying to cool off from this whole situation, like just doing a little walking around this corner, the, my, the people I work with have now gone to a bar down the street. A- and as I'm turning that corner, a homeless man is turning the corner also. Homeless, for sure, without any doubt, yes. right? He turns the corner. He takes one look at my face. He walks up to me. He grabs my shoulder and he goes, it's going to be all right, man. Shit going to get better. Oh, <laughs> was that like, was so nice. I was like, oh, my God, dude. And he goes, and then he goes, you got a quarter for a cup yeah. of coffee? <laughs> yeah. And I go, oh, man, if I did, I would give it to you. I was like, I'll buy you a cup of coffee. Yeah. And he goes, no, nah, that's cool, man. I hope you feel better. And I was like, wow, wow. Wow. There's hope left for humanity. There's hope yet. left for humanity, and they're in Los Angeles without a house. Like we got to get these people, got to get these people straightened yes, out. Yes, we do. It was the most amazing gesture on someone on the side of the street. There, a hundred people must have passed by me, and they didn't even look me in the eye. This guy looked me straight in the eye, and then grabs my shoulder and tells Aww, me it's gonna be okay. He, felt he doesn't the emotion. even know. Yeah, he doesn't even know what the fuck I'm crying yeah. about, right? And I just thought it was the most amazing gesture. Kind of funny (laughs) because the homeless guy turns the corner and tells me it's going to be okay. (laughs) And I should have been saying that to him. Hey, man, it's going to be okay. I got a dark bathroom you can stay (laughs) in if you want. It locks up just nicely. You'll have all your own privacy. Uh, But it it, it was amazing that that this kind of humanity was shown by someone who clearly had no idea who I was and Mm -hmm. has so many bigger problems to deal with than daughter locked in the bathroom. Even though in that moment, it seemed like a big deal in the grand scheme of things. She was safe and warm and dry yes. and all that other stuff. And it was unlikely she was going to be harmed, right, in any way. It's just a scary, big, scary moment of that course. everyone's trying to yeah, figure it out it, from. can't get yes, to each other. for sure. So, um, I'm glad that turned out okay. Yeah, it turned out okay. So that was so that was part of my trip to uh, L.A. had to had to do with me dealing with an emergency. <laughs> and then, of course, I turned the corner and I see two hippie kids uh, smoking a big fat bowl. And I thought, this is the best of Los Angeles. Yes. The homeless guy with empathy and the two hippie kids who have way too much time and money on their hands. They're just standing around <laughs> getting stoned. Yeah, it was everywhere. The whole the entirety of Los Angeles smells like weed. Yeah, the entirety of Los Angeles. Angeles. The entirety like of weed. my apartment complex smells like weed. <laughs> That's true in Atlanta, too. It's not even legal here, but... I just saw a video where a dude got stopped by a plainclothes police officer inside of the um, inside of the airport in Dallas yeah. because he uh, because he smelled like weed. Because just he smelled smell? like weed. Yeah. Huh. Isn't that weird? Like, it, it, can you get arrested for smelling like weed? No. I didn't know that. But this guy got stopped, and it really it really Good made question. me... Yeah, it made me very upset. Yeah. I was wondering, why did this guy get stopped 
it, it, it was clear why this guy got stopped. It was clear why this guy got stopped. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he got stopped because it, because of the way that that he looked. Um. So yeah. So let's talk a little bit about. Uh, we haven't talked much about this, but I think it's important that we have a conversation about Yeezy and what's going on with Yeezy. Oh Lord. Well, speaking of mental illness, he is off the reservation. Yeah, I mean, it's been like that for a little while, but this guy's he's off the reservation. really gone crazy. Yeah, he has gone crazy, and I mm-hmm. have a hard time. So I was having this conversation with someone while I was in California, and um, it's really hard to wrap your head around exactly what Yeezy is saying at any given time, and it has been for a long time, I think. And I understand yes. that there may be some brilliance there as far as music is concerned, mm-hmm. and maybe that his mental illness is posturing some of that brilliance like some of the things he says are just kind of flowing through him i think sometimes mental illness just simply means you're just not on this earth with us you happen to be somewhere else you're a star man you're a star man you're that's right you're (laughs) out there floating in the ether grabbing things that we we can't see or hear because we're just built differently and so for a while i thought that about Kanye, because I was like, okay, everyone thinks he's a genius. Maybe he's just one of those yeah geniuses that you really not understood while while he's here but Something else is going on now. I just think he's a big fucking dumb moron, right? Like, and 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 I mean the whole thing. I don't I, even get it, it. It, it. None of it makes any sense. None of it makes any sense. No. Why? Well, I don't. I don't understand the anti-Semitism. No. I don't understand where that came from. And speaking of homeless, apparently he was giving out to homeless in LA the uh, White Lives Matter T-shirts. So he was helping oh. clothe. The homeless no. with White Lives Matter. Yeah, nothing like starting a race war inside I mean, of the homeless God, encampments. Geez. I mean, that's fucking insane. Yeah, I mean, he's lost so many of his endorsement deals. He lost his a, he's no longer a billionaire. I know. He's it's, no longer a billionaire because he lost Adidas. Yeah. And it's like, it, I, I understand money's not everything, right? And and did if you, you see that he like walked into Skechers? Yeah, he walked into Skechers and was like, I don't know. Hey, I'm here. Hey, I'm here to make a deal. We don't want you. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, thanks anyway. (laughs) We have to to say really, I don't know. Who the fucking knows with him? You know, he's always doing, but they didn't want him. They Mm -hmm. they sent him right outside of the building. Yeah, they're like, you're toxic. Yeah, here's the thing. To be overtly racist or or anti-Semitic or homophobic, it's just not a good look. Uh, first of all, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't feel that in your heart. Well, I was going to say, why do you even think that? I like, don't why know. Do people think he's, that? he's buying into all these conspiracy theories that have been going on since infinitum. Like, it's always the Jews. The Jews are always getting shit on. For what reason? I don't know. I don't either. Because a few of them were shifty or shady. Hey, dude, every right. single serial killer in the history of Earth, with the exception of the DC sniper... Has been a Christian white man. So there you go. There's yeah. some shifty motherfuckers out there. Oh, yeah. There just are. And so you can't just paint everybody a certain color because you have read something on a QAnon board. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, I see exactly why Kim was like, I can't do oh, this. Oh, yeah. Anymore. Kim was out. Yeah. Kim was out. Yeah. I, 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 why did she do this in the first place? Didn't she know that this was like a problem when she first married him? Well, you know, I mean, he's been, he's had his, his, his arc. You know, yeah. he, he rose fast. <laughs> kind of like the commercial break. And, <laughs> he rose fast and, and fell then hard. Crashed. Yeah. <laughs> rose fast and fell hard. We're in the middle of that fall, in case anybody's wondering. Yep. Send your donations to tcbpodcast.com. <laughs> Keep these two podcasters alive. Help Brian buy a cup of coffee for <laughs> oh, somebody that's else. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to be in the homeless encampment pretty soon. I just don't get it. I don't understand why no. everyone's. I don't understand why. Yeezy has taken this path, butting up to... Well, and first somebody of all, needs to help him. Like, somebody needs to be true with him. I think he's got a bunch of yes people around him, too. Yeah, he's not got that Candace Owens that lady that's... Are like, yeah, 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 what you're doing is great. It's good. 
it's great. Good. It's good for publicity. You'll love it. And part of me thinks like maybe this is just a whole publicity stunt. And when he's done, he's done. Right? He's just going to turn around and say, I don't oh, know. It's just it all for publicity. Up. Yeah, but I mean, to lose a billion dollar contract over a publicity stunt seems like a pretty fucking stupid yeah, publicity stunt. It's supposed to go the opposite direction. Right. It's not supposed <laughs> to go, you lose money. It's supposed to go, you make money and get more attention. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about Yeezy on this program before and when he's had other flare ups. And I'm, I'm not making fun of mental, mental illness. My, my immediate family is, has, has mental illness. I think and it's, everybody's family has something. I'm sure in of it. it. Yeah. I think we're all mentally ill in some way. If you look hard enough, we all have something yeah. about us that's just a little bit off. But like true mental illness, where it manifests itself in manic ways and crazy, like things that you say or do that are just like outside the absolute, you know, scope of what could be normal. Yeah. Because you are definitely mentally ill. Your problems supersede just a unique way of thinking. It actually is a chemical imbalance that's causing some kind of drama or, you know, misinterpretation of the world around you. And I think we've talked about Kanye before in this way and said, he's really having a breakdown and somebody's got to get him back on his meds. This guy, he needs, he needs like a Britney Spears, like conservatorship. Get that Britney Spears father in here and that's let's get true. him whipped up in yeah, shape. Yeah. That's true. Send him <laughs> Just in. stuff him away for six years and uh, You're don't let him on do Kanye anything. Yeah. Instead. You're on you're in charge of Kanye. <laughs> Although I think Kanye would probably be twice as much trouble as Britney ever was. You know, I think we need to get a conservatorship for uh Kanye. Yes. You know, the guy's still got some music left in that head and we might like it. We just yeah. we gotta get him to calm down on all the conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> He's spending too much time on that 4chan or whatever it is. 4chan, 8chan, I'm not even sure what it is. But <laughs> I, I thought it was in I thought it was time to mention something. Everything is kind of cooled down just a little bit. But when you have skinheads on the side of the road <laughs> praising your name, yeah. you're probably not doing something right. Probably not doing something <laughs> right. Yeah. Not. It's probably bad for business, Kanye. I'm just sharing that. Get with a hold you. of yourself. Yeah. And uh oh did you hear the thing? Um, oh, what? and his school got shut down too. He had a oh, school. Yeah. I didn't even for realize parkour. It was like a parkour school. I didn't shit. even realize he that was actually a school that yeah. people were going to. Ever but, since yeah. Oprah opened up one of those schools, you know, now everybody thinks that's a cool thing to do <laughs> i think oprah had a hell of a time with that school like i, I think she's in, it's in it's like 30 20th year or something yeah and it's just now producing like graduates because it's really difficult to just start a fucking school you don't just start a fucking school that's for educators to do and my understanding of the yeezy school is he's you know people are running around doing flips in the hallways and just like <laughs> it's not really for education it's more for eh, that, you look yeah. fun that looks fun foster creativity that. yeah foster creativity. i've seen those i went to that <laughs> yeah, i had to date a girl went to that foster creativity kind of school. <laughs> She's a loony tune. <laughs> it was crazy. Couldn't have, couldn't add two plus two, but man, when you got high, she told some fascinating stories. Fascinating. <laughs> oh, I bet. Uh, why is it that whenever I talk about somebody I date, they're always the crazy ones? <laughs> I'm starting to think that in my older age, I'm starting to wonder if the finger From should be From an outside perspective, me. though, I have to agree. See, I got someone to back yes. me up. So my reality is not. Yeah, I saw all of this. Well, there was one for sure. Yeah, two likely. Yes, three probably. You know, maybe the fourth one. It was just me egging her on. <laughs> <laughs> she got crazy because she was around me. <laughs> you drive people to crazy. Well, hey, listen. Uh, when you're this good looking and this famous of a podcaster, then it happens. That's it. Yeah, I had a few people text in to remind me that I am indeed not famous. <laughs> That famous people don't text back to the other to the pleons. That's not what happens. Some guy he wrote, "Hey man, I got an answer to whether or not you're famous." And the answer is no. 
And I was like, oh, why do you think that? And he goes, because you text with You're... me. <laughs> it's like, famous people don't do that. They have their assistant do that. And I was like, oh, how do you know this is not your assistant? Right. He's like, is it? And I go, no, but what if I had an assistant? How would you know the difference? And he goes, I'd know the difference. <laughs> He's smart ass. <laughs> even the people who think I'm famous don't think I'm famous. <laughs> like Even yeah. the people who believe that we have some kind of notoriety. It was don't the one really lady in the it. Mellow Mushroom. Let's be real about it. It was one lady in the Mellow Mushroom who had no idea what the commercial break was. Some guy told her that, that oh, here comes the guy from the commercial break. And she was like, who's that? And she's like, oh, he's big, famous pod comedy podcaster. Little does she know that number 162 in the comedy podcast category in Apple does not make you famous. Conan O'Brien. Now, there's a famous guy. There is a famous guy. Absolutely. I saw that we were ticking back up, too, with the Canadians. Oh, yeah, we're moving back up the, the line with the uh, people I in Canada. Like it. Yeah, uh, Canada and Australia, they, they, go, they like us in ebbs and flows, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think occasionally we're just too dumb for them, and then sometimes it goes, oh, yeah, that's funny. No, it was uh, funny. Yeah, that was that funny. Was I'll, funny. I'll listen to that episode. <laughs> I do notice that, too. We really ebb and flow on Canada and Australia. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we'll be like number 16, and then we're like number 212. <laughs> and, right. I, it goes back to what I was saying about the commercial break. I think there's only so much that people can take. Yeah. And I think three episodes is like the very, very, very edge. The max. Of, yeah, that's like the very line of how much commercial it's break like could full, be out there. You've had the a big steak dinner. It's like Thanksgiving. It's mashed yeah. potatoes. It's like Thanksgiving every, dinner. Yes, it's Thanksgiving. You, you ingest a little bit and then you go sit down, you take a nap, for a while. And fart for a while. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll come back later for seconds. <laughs> Ooh, cold turkey, yum. Ah, the commercial break. We'll put you to sleep <laughs> on the couch in front of the football. Bad gas, we understand. We're here at the commercial break. <laughs> Brian's got gas. The commercial break. Brian's got gas, too. Hey, we're bottling that shit. Oh, yeah. We're bottling that up Jarring right now. it up. Sending it out the RSS <laughs> Brian's feed. Ass. Brian's ass. <laughs> good stuff. Hey, I got that good, good. <laughs> that good. I got that good, good. <laughs> I got that bright ass. <laughs> Who's looking? Who's looking? <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's bunk shit, man. You got to get the good shit straight out of the ass. <laughs> well. I got a can under him while he's doing the commercial break. I just bottle it up. I cut it with a little fresh air. You know, What just happened too... to that girl that was selling her farts? Farts in a jar? Yeah. Well, I just think she's still 90 day famous, but I don't think okay. she's... Like, I think that was her moment. Her moment was, I'm selling farts in a jar. Speaking then, of the 90 day kind of genre of things, sure. I saw that there's a new uh, a new season of Love is Blind already, again. I, yeah, uh, and I was Astrid like, I I'm not doing it. it. Oh, you're watching it. We're watching it. I we, was like, I'm not going to do it. It's been coming out in spurts, and we've been watching it. Is so, it good this season? Yeah. <sighs> Or is it just the same? Well, listen, I'm not going to ruin it because I don't know yet. They haven't released the last episode, which is when they, you know, the, the last two episodes when they get married or don't get married. But I've watched all the episodes up until then. And I have to say that it's the first series, first season was so good. The first season was the best. The second season, they truncated the time in the pods that they showed and they showed more of the relationship building. And I felt it was a little worse for it. The third season, they go back to that same formula. They cut down even more on the time in the pods, and they show more time like on the honeymoon, getting yeah, to know each other, it's going seeing bachelor the style. Yeah, it's really taking a long time. Mm -hmm. They show unnecessary parts of the relationship. It's just like sometimes they're just. It seems like they're just killing time with 
unnecessary film. And I'm like, I just want to see the drama. Now there is some, there is some drama and there are a couple douchebags in this season that I think people will hate just like they hated shake or whatever his name was. And then the guy, bef- remember shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And then the other guy, there's yeah, a shake like character. <laughs> on this one. Yeah. yeah. The other guy was the guy that was really loud. Oh yeah. Nick was, or something. Yeah. His name or... was Brian green. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this was, you know, this is not my favorite season. I've All right, well, I'm not starting it then. Here's the thing about Love is Blind too. Love is Blind also. Those two fucking, you know, Nick Lachey and his beautiful wife, they're lovely. They're lovely they hosts. Are. The problem is, the challenge for me is, they only, they're like that guy who used to host The Bachelor. They walk in. They pop in. They ask one question, and they're like, okay, see you in the aisle, and then you don't see him again ever. They literally say 15 words, and then they're gone, and occasionally they'll show up. Like, they show up in, ep- they show up in episode number one, then they don't show up again until episode number four when they're on the honeymoons. And while they're on the honeymoons, they're like, you know, there's trouble between one couple, so they ask that one couple one question. They don't answer it in any way satisfactory. They don't get into it. There's no drama there. And then they, and then Nick's like, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, couples, you have exactly three weeks to get it together. So we'll see you in the aisle. Yeah, she's a little bit more uh, engaging. Engaging. Yeah. yeah. And Nick Lachey seems sincere, at least. I mean, he doesn't yeah, seem like a total face. douche. Yeah, he's got that face. We like, kind of believe what he says, right? It's like he gives a shit. I understand they're executive producers, but they got to get more involved. They got to poke and prod this drama along. That's what a good host does. Like Chris Harrison didn't do anything. He just showed up with, you know, uh, <laughs> ladies, this is the final rose. I'll see you 15 weeks from now. <laughs> and then he only showed up when there was some extemporaneous drama where he had to sit somebody down and have a conversation with them. Yeah. Why did you have sex with both <laughs> of the bellmen <laughs> at the beautiful hotel we're staying at? Why not? Are you really in this for love? <laughs> yes, I am, Chris. Of course. I believe you. I'm going to go back and tell the rest of the people. <laughs> And then you don't see him again, ever. It's just, it, what what a great job to have. I think I could be the Chris Harrison. No, I couldn't, because I'm too fucking chatty. <laughs> I'd be like, wait, that's it? You know, let me talk to Those girls would be wanting to date you, uh, and then you'd probably date one yeah. on the side, and something would happen. And I, That's if you were in your single days. Yeah. I'm picturing you getting involved. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be you able to handle myself. You would all of a sudden myself. be the bachelor. Oh, yeah. Just like hanging around all those, like in that resort for five weeks. Oh, all of a sudden, you see Brian yeah. popping, drinking a Bud Light. <laughs> like they show the hotel door room a yeah. lot in that show, and I'd be like, pop my head out. She's not ready. Give her 15 minutes. He would. <laughs> and then they show a camera angle of the other, like the window of the hotel room, and I'm like flying out of it. <laughs> like, I'll talk to you later! <laughs> you would absolutely be involved with it. <laughs> I was speaking with Emily earlier, and I feel confident she is here for love. She also gives great head. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, that's what she told me last night. <laughs> that's what she told me last night. She's here for love. Unfortunately, I can't give her that love, so she's still yours. We call it Bachelor Plus. <laughs> Two lucky women go home with Brian and one with the Bachelor. That's how it works. <laughs> and then Brian gets kicked out of bed because that's what happens with threesomes with Brian. That's right. <laughs> yes. I just read a, like a, a Dear Emily or something out there, like one of those, you know, advice yeah. columns about the exact same thing we've been talking about with threesomes. And this guy said, or the girl said, I'm really upset because I agreed to have a threesome, but we had laid one ground, one ground rule down. 
no alone stuff. You can't do it. Yeah. You can't do it alone. Crucial. Crucial, right? Crucial for trust and all this other stuff. Yes. Well, she wakes up in the morning after a long night and he's oh. banging the other girl. And the dear Emily lady said, Hey, listen, uh, this is kind of gray area. I think he's got I think I think he's got you on this one. Because you didn't say don't don't you assume that when you said don't do it alone, it meant like outs you were outside the room? Like if you guys just had sex a couple of hours ago and he had sex with this girl a couple of hours ago, having sex even while you're sleeping is still kind of a no, question. Oh, the sleeping is they're alone. Yeah. If she's sleeping. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> I have sex I, most of the time when I have sex, the other person is sleeping <laughs> or I put them to sleep. And I don't mean that in like a, a, a like I didn't get consent. Like a commercial mean that, break. Like, I, we'll put you to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> best podcast to sleep to. <laughs> so I know it's true that when you have a threesome, things get complicated. They get messy. And it's uh, it's unlikely you're going to come out on top. I'm just saying. No pun intended. <laughs> Uh, Chrissy, speaking of, uh, well, I don't know what we're speaking of, but you know, <laughs> speaking of. While we're on the, just on the entertainment, yeah. uh, this bandwagon here, did you see that Nick Cannon is, a, is about to have his 11th child? Oh my God, that guy's a Looney Tune too. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I saw, I saw crazy. like my BuzzFeed notification came through and said, you know, Nick Cannon expecting an 11th child. Now he can officially have a soccer team. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's crazy how many kids he has. Yeah. He's got. He's got a harem, not a harem. He's got a, uh, I don't know, like a fiefdom of children. Yeah, with different and, women. Yeah. He's got a couple with Mariah. That's right. He's got two with Mariah, and then he's got like five other ma- baby drama, yeah, baby moms, like doesn't it's he? just all over the place. Some people just want to spread their seed. I and listen, so. he's probably okay on money, so I guess he's yeah. going to be able to take care of He's always hosting kids. something. That's what made me think about the host. Yeah. Well, he got kicked off that AGT yeah. because he was like getting a little too radical, too. He was like saying some stuff that was like kind of out there also, yeah. and I don't think AGT was down with it. He, he, might, sh- <laughs> he might need to talk to our uh, the guy that we interviewed, or we, not that we interviewed, the ITV people interviewed him. Oh, yeah. The guy, that the alien. The alien How, guy who had 3,000 children. Yeah, he yeah. might need to speak to him about saving for college. Well, the good news... <laughs> The good news about the guy with aliens is they <laughs> they don't live very close, so no. I don't think they're going to like Georgia State University. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're not. But eleven kids. Listen, if you have kids with different mamas, whatever. If that's your thing and yeah. you're, everyone agrees and you can take care of the kids, then God bless you. But eleven like fucking kids. Seems like a lot. How do you give any one of them any attention whatsoever? It's hard enough to give two kids attention, and I got a third coming. I don't even know what's going to go on. I'm sh- blue. Poor blue. It's just like. <laughs> Blue's going to be the babysitter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look, the the thing that saves that dog's ass in this house is the fact that she's good with my children. If she yes. wasn't good with my fucking children, she would have been I don't know what about, I don't know what would have happened, but she wouldn't have been here because but the thing is is since Nico's farm since Nico's passed, she's been really on her R. best R. behavior. Nico. Yeah, RIP Nico. Okay, let's stop talking about Nico. Okay. Let's talk about my let's <laughs> okay. talk about family. You know, one of the challenging things about having a family is dinner time. Because toddlers at dinner time, they take a bite, they do a somersault. They take a bite, they do, do two flips over the the banister, and then they run around the family room, then they come back to the table. You can never get them to sit down for more than three seconds. Yes. But it wasn't always like this. When I was a kid, you sat the fuck down, and you did not get up from the dinner table until you were finished and allowed to leave. That's right. You had to ask. That's right. Well, I kind of think I start starting to understand exactly where some of these rules came from. And they, in fact, came from... The U.S. government. What? Who was putting out public service announcements about what to do while you have family dinner. 
Hey, everybody in the podcast universe, it's time for a commercial break inside this commercial break. Chrissy and I want to thank everybody, all the loyal listeners who have been writing in at 855-TCB-8383 and tcbpodcast.com. Questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas, we're taking it all at 855-TCB-8383 or tcbpodcast.com and hit the contact us button. At the commercial break on Instagram. And do us a favor, go check out the brand new YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the commercial break or go to the search box and type in the at symbol tcb podcast and up will flow all of our videos out of youtube thin air it's like magic speaking of magic our sponsors are magical because they keep us on the air free and frequently to you if you're ever in the market for our sponsors products or services please do us a favor and use the specialized urls and codes if we give them inside of the advertisement speaking of those wonderful sponsors let's take just a few minutes to hear from them and then we'll be back to this episode of The Commercial Break. Hey, everybody. I wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by our good friends at Lululemon. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, and whatever you identify yourself with, listen up, because Lululemon is not just for yoga pants. The holiday season is here, Halloween is officially over, and we need to start thinking about the gifts we're going to give each other and ourselves. And at lululemon.com, they have everybody covered. I just got some licensed to train jogger pants. And they are the most comfortable, the most cozy, the softest pants I have ever put on. That's no joke. There's a reason why millions of people across this country and the world have fallen in love with Lululemon. And at lululemon.com, whether you're male or female or identifying some other way, you are going to find your style. And if you think it's all jogging pants and yoga gear, you are completely wrong, just like I was. I look on the website, they have polo shirts, they have slacks, they have shoes, they have socks, they have swimwear, almost anything you need for your entire wardrobe. Lululemon.com has it. Go to lululemon.com. Set the joy in motion this holiday season. Get cozy, get comfortable, get Lululemon at lululemon.com. And we want to thank Lululemon for being a sponsor of the commercial break. Go on, guys. Get yourself a pair of Lululemon pants. You're going to love it. So without further ado, Chrissy, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do. And I found a video explaining the do's and don'ts of dinner time. Okay. Okay. Now, this is highly interesting. It's ass backwards. <laughs> it's just crazy. It, this would never fly in 2022. Never fly in 2022. Oh, well, tons of these videos that yeah. you buy. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> All of them. Most of what I put on, <laughs> most of what we review is pretty chauvinistic and crazy. This boy and girl coming home from school look quite content with life. And why? That's because they just had sex in the school library. <laughs> I know. Are they brother Not. and sister? Or uh, I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. Okay. They're looking forward to an important date. Dinner at home with the family. Whee! An important date. <laughs> Nothing like... <laughs> Dinner at home with the family. Two iPads, a screaming child in the background, a dog barking, and pee-pee-poo-poo all over the place. What's the matter? Doesn't that sound exciting to you? Well, to them, it's a special occasion, as it has been ever since they sat down to dinner in high chairs. Why should they feel that way about something you take so completely for granted? Well, let's see if we can find out. Let's see if we can <laughs> dig into these. <laughs> 
<laughs> investigative reporting here. I wish for one second my family was at all like this. <laughs> First of all, daughter has changed from school clothes to something more festive. Festive? Dressing a little. See here at her lingerie. <laughs> Showing her stepbrother what it's all about. <laughs> By the way, the newest fad on TikTok is to have some girl in a see-through top doing a video that goes, when my stepbrother and I are finally alone. And then it like shows the girl's point of view and then the guy's point of view. And I'm like, what in the good fuck is going on in this country? I don't know. That's, Back in the 50s, yeah. <laughs> you had to change to go to dinner into your good clothing. Yeah, she's in like a dress with an apron. Yeah, now you're changing into crotchless panties to hang out <laughs> with your stepbrother. Makes her feel and consequently look more charming. Even the table takes on a special air. Mother, too, changes from her daytime clothes. The women of this family. <laughs> robe and a bottle of wine. <laughs> Mother changes from her Moo Moo and Jack Daniels into something more appropriate. <laughs> a full-length dress covering every inch of her skin and a bottle of gin. Bathtub gin. Seem to feel that they owe it to the men of the family to look relaxed, rested, and attractive at dinner time. Oh, the women owe it to the men to look rested, relaxed at dinner time. Well, well, well. Yeah, meanwhile, they've been slaving over the house all day long. And cooking all of the food. Cooking all of the food. Yeah, <laughs> baking the cake that I we know. just saw. I guess I should thank Astrid a little, a little more often about all that food <laughs> yes. cooking. Huh? Brother is spending an hour before dinner. Masturbating! <laughs> <laughs> He's getting in touch with his inner vachakra. Catching up on his homework. He has plans evening. Perhaps that explains... He's going to smoke some doobies and go rob the local Mickey D's. <laughs> Reefer Madness. Oh, <laughs> but he won't spend a lot of time on the phone either. When there are several members of the family to be considered, it is not a good idea for one member to monopolize the phone. And it is never good to hey, allow Sally. telephone conversations... <laughs> Hey, Sally, it's me, Bobby. You want to get together and smoke some PCP and go fuck on top of the water I just cooler. got this date with my dinner first, my, my dinner yeah, date first a, with my family. I got a date with dinner. <laughs> a date with the family. <laughs> my dad's going to kick the shit out of me. It's going to be fun. To interfere with studies. Hmm, is it that late? Dad will be here any minute. Better tell mother she's needed in the Quick, kitchen. Quick, get things together. Fast! <laughs> he's coming, he's coming, he's, he's coming. coming. He's going to beat us senseless. <laughs> Everybody change. He's been change watching those together. videos again. <laughs> How to beat your children senseless. We owe it to him. <laughs> we owe it to him to look attractive, rested, relaxed, and have the dinner ready. Brother notices the time and realizes that he must put things in order and clean himself up in time for dinner. He must clean up his jizz Kleenexes and <laughs> stuff the penthouses back under the mattress. It's impolite to bring your jizz to dinner. <laughs> uh, Hello there. Here comes little Billy. Junior is always in a hurry. Oh, he was a surprise. Yeah, oh, that was a surprise. That's right. <laughs> a kid. So what you don't see is there's two teenagers. One is a girl, one is a boy. That's what they've been talking about. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Dennis the Menace shows up. This little kid <laughs> with a baseball with bat. a baseball bat and a face full of dirt like he hasn't been cleaned in 10 yeah, days. he was the surprise. Yeah, he was the surprise. <laughs> 
But first, there's a cleanup job to do on this young man. I mean, We're going to scrub him with borax <laughs> and pure chlorine. The brother looks like he could be the dad. I know. The brother's like a big guy. He's really big. And there's no skinny jeans in this. In this no, there's it's no skinny parachute jeans. pants. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> brother takes it upon himself to help share Junior's responsibility for keeping their room in good order. They, he shares and a room with that Junior little kid? Good- yeah, that's the way it went back then. Everybody <laughs> shared a room. It's not, it's just the middle class popped up out of nowhere after World War II, and they just that's when suburbs started. They just had these yeah. box houses, and they basically were all the same. They had a kitchen, a dining room, a family room, two bedrooms, or three bedrooms at most, okay. right, for the middle class. Order two. Punctuality is stressed in this household. By that I mean hair is combed and faces and hands scrubbed. How is that before punctuality? Before the boys come to the table. That's not punctuality. Punctuality <laughs> okay. is being on time. Yeah. Sounds like dad just beats you up <laughs> if you don't have clean nails and clean faces. So they won't delay the meal. Now mother and daughter put the finishing touches on the dinner. As they're prone to do. <laughs> It's in the contract. <laughs> These videos. <laughs> it's so ass backwards. It's just, it's, it's so ass backwards. Oh, here's too, Dad. Looks forward to this. Dad looks there's like he's, he's had a few, <laughs> Dad looks like he's making a few whacks at the kids over the years. He's been at the bar. The oh, yeah. Yeah, you think Dad just came straight home from the office? No. No, he's been to the titty show. The shoe <laughs> he doesn't show. doesn't want to deal with Junior. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I can either go to the shoe show or I can go home to Junior. What an asshole that kid is. He has had a hard day at the office, and in his briefcase are some contracts which must be looked over tonight. Ooh. But in the meantime, contracts. he will relax at dinner with <laughs> those... Contracts that look, you look over. <laughs> Like, everybody in that time period had contracts to look over. Yep. I mean, half these guys were pouring cement or cleaning up yards or, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's just weird. He loves. A simple centerpiece made I from some I mean, that's literally flowers, like Thanksgiving dinner preparations here for this. There's fresh flowers. Yeah, I there's, mean, there's the cake, a baked cake. There's, uh, I mean, everything's to the I'm nines. curious to People know. People are dressed up. I'm curious to know, you out there in the podcast universe, if you have a family or if you live with a family or are close to family, how often do you set the table in like a really fancy manner for dinner? Because I think Chrissy's right. It happens at my house maybe 10 times a year, and it's always some kind of occasion. Yes. Always some kind of occasion. Yeah. Otherwise, we have a dining room table that's really nice, and you put all the fine stuff out there. <laughs> and then we have a kitchen table where there's Mickey Mouse stickers well, and permanent well, marker. And, and let's be honest. You, you really have the dining room table, but that gets everything piled onto it. Well, that's right? what happens. I mean, that's where all the stuff you yeah, go straight you from really the front door that. into the dining room table. <laughs> we do, but only on special occasions. Like I said, maybe 10 times. Maybe 10 oh, times. I mean, it happened in my household too. Oh, when God. I was growing up, we kept everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's what you do. You keep it on the closest thing available. <laughs> yes. Like when you walk in the door, you're like, what's the closest thing available? My dining room table. <laughs> I'm not going to eat there for another six weeks. Why not? Yeah. Art is another of daughter's contributions to the dinner. But it takes up a little too much room, so she moves it to the sideboard. So she's an idiot and she'll have to do something <laughs> else with it. Wow, her hair is super, super fancy for it, dinner. That's what I'm saying. This is all very yeah. fancy. These boys greet their dad as though they boys are genuinely first. glad. To- oh, boys first. Yeah, boys are only going to talk to dad. It's not the girls <laughs> yes. that are going to talk to dad. And listen to how they present this. See him. 
as though they had really missed being away from him during the day and are anxious to talk to him. This is the time for pleasant discussion in a thoroughly relaxed mood. They don't pick... Daddy, how was the shoe show? <laughs> it was fine, son. I'm fine. really relaxed now. Yeah, I saw that blonde I liked. You know, the one that's much better looking than your mother. Oh, that's really nice, Daddy. That's all right. Now run along, Junior, before I beat you. <laughs> And what about you, teenage son, whose name I forgot? What's going on with you? I'm going through puberty. <laughs> now, now, that's nothing to talk about before dinner. Let's hold that inside for the next 15 years. We'll find an appropriate time to talk about it. This time of the day to spring unpleasant surprises on Dad. If they have disagreeable news, they'll postpone the discussion until another time. And this is no time to dun father for a raise in your allowance. New clothes or argue about other financial matters. Argue about financial matters? <laughs> I don't think my dad once brought up financial matters. And Junior is definitely not bringing up financial matters. Fuck no. I mean, because I guess... he's 42 years old. <laughs> <laughs> he looks 42. He's got a house of his own somewhere. This is uh, like insane. Bring up, no time to bring up a no, done daddy for a raise in your allowance. Hey, Dad, I need an extra 15 cents a week to get me and Sally some of that smoky-bokey that's selling on the, <laughs> sticky on the corner. There's some sticky-icky I need, Daddy. I'm going to dibbity-dab down at the, the theater, and over at the sock hop, I'm going to take some of that PCP magic. You know what I'm talking about? Now, now, it's no time for financial matter conversations. <laughs> ah, dinner time. Yes, Mother, Junior remembered to clean up. Thank God, I didn't want to have to beat him again. They don't even kiss. No, they don't kiss. They, they don't even hands. sleep in the same bed. I know. My grandparents did not sleep in the same bed. They didn't. They had two separate single beds. Mm -hmm. And that's how they slept for uh, until he passed away. That's how they slept. And that always seemed... Even at my age, very strange. Like I was, my grandparents had two separate bedrooms. They had two separate bedrooms. Yeah. By the time we came along, I mean, I think that my grandfather snored. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother Shit. was like, "I'm out. Uh, We're done having kids, anyways." Yeah. So. <laughs> Focus on the grandkids. Wow. <laughs> Brother seats Junior. Then. Helps mother to her chair as he would his best girl. <laughs> his medium-sized girl sits on the floor. <laughs> and his worst girl, she stands outside in the cold. That's right. She, she doesn't earn a seat at the table <laughs> because she's a woman. <laughs> wow. Well, the dinner date has begun. It's a and date. all happy about it. Look at the size of the collar on Junior there. <laughs> Junior's got a collar that goes like from nipple to nipple. <laughs> it's so weird. Many families throughout the country observe the custom of saying grace at mealtime. It is always treated with reverence and respect. This will later be known as Christian nationalism and tear this country apart. <laughs> Sorry, one political jab in there. Sorry, sorry. How many plates does Dad have? Dad's got 12 it plates. It looks like he's got yeah. five piled in his... Okay. First we feed Junior and then the little boy. <laughs> then we feed the two mice who've been living under the house. And then we leave some outside for the raccoons. And occasionally we'll give mom and daughter a little food. 
No, no reason to get fat now, girls. <laughs> you want to look rested and relaxed when the boys come home. Napkins on the lap, the family awaits service. Oh, he's they feeding the family. Serving the family. Okay. Oh, that's nice of him. While Dad serves. I said pleasantly, for that is the keynote at dinner time. It is not only good manners, but good sense. Pleasant, unemotional conversation helps digestion. <laughs> unemotional conversation. <laughs> Act like nothing's happening. Keep going. Just Watch keep serving. any episode of a Bravo television show and see how calm and relaxed it is at dinner time. How unemotional the conversation oh, yeah. is. There's table flipping and oh, drinks, drinks flying in faces. Yeah. Oh, my God. Father serves mother first, then daughter. Then the boys. Don't worry, fellas, you won't get left. You know, this video's in black and white, but I don't think that food probably has any color anyway. No. <laughs> that looks like some weird food they're serving. Is it jello? I oh. don't know what that is. Ugh. <laughs> Help cut your meat, Junior? Of course. No, ah. but I'll show you how to beat your meat later. <laughs> I'm going through puberty and dad won't talk to me about it. I'm climbing the walls around here. Can I talk to you? What's that? Can I talk to you? Dad, can I talk to you? By example, older children can teach younger ones good table manners. God, I wish my son would do that for my daughter. I don't know what's going on with my daughter, but since she was one years old. There is no food that doesn't get played with. Like, my son never went through this phase, but she's been going through it for two years. When a meal gets in front of her, you know that a quarter of it's going to go down into her belly and the other two-thirds is going to go around the house. She's going to be throwing it, feeding it to the dog, putting it on her feet, sticking it in her hair. And she loves it. She thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. She does. No one starts eating until father has served himself. Always wait for the hostess, in this case mother, to begin eating before you start. I was taught that as a kid. I was mm -hmm. taught that as a child. Yeah, I was too. Let father and mother guide the conversational trend <laughs> if they desire. After all, they made all this possible and may want to talk over their day with each other. How was your day, honey? <laughs> it was fine, Bob. I can't I remember it. <laughs> slaved over your dirty, <laughs> shitty drawers. I washed all your pants. I found lipstick all over your collars, and I scrubbed the shit off your shoe. How was yours? And then I got drunk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I've been taking mommy's little helpers all day long just to get through my miserable existence. How was yours? Well, I skipped the office today and went straight to the bar, and then I met Tina at the shoe show. I stuck my head in titties and spent most of our money. On prostitutes. That's why I'm going to have to read over these contracts, because yeah. I didn't even go to work today. <laughs> i got to read over these contracts. I think they have something to do with prostitution. <laughs> oh, that's nice, dear. I'll see you tomorrow when I wake up. I'm going back to the shoe show after dinner. Tell mother how good the food is. Maybe Sis rates a compliment, too. It makes them want to continue pleasing you. Hey, Mom, this is great. Tastes like the same old slop we had yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Well, no. all this is good general advice, but there are some specific don'ts. Maybe the family will demonstrate for us. 
Oh, please do. <laughs> Don't monopolize the conversation and go on and on without stopping. And then, Nothing destroys and the charm. And then, and then, and then, and then. <laughs> like, oh and my God. then Bobby took his dick out in chemistry class. And then him and the teacher went into the call closet. And then now she's pregnant. And then. <laughs> of a meal more quickly. Oh God! To say that the rest. Oh God! There goes Sally, Sally again, manipulating all the manipulating and monopolizing all the conversation. That <laughs> the group is bored would be a gross understatement. I love that they make the one girl. I know they make the one girl. They go don't the bad monopolize. Example. Yeah, they, and then she, they, they show her just <laughs> chatting away, and the dad looks at her like, "I wish I never had her." <laughs> the brother's like, "Ugh." Are you sure she's mine? <laughs> Damn girls. Don't discuss unpleasant topics such as gruesome sights or sounds. Gruesome? Or unpleasant occurrences. This I saw a, a murdered body today. Hey, Dad, <laughs> Billy got his hand cut off at the mill this morning. I've got it in my book bag. You want to see? <laughs> of charm and relaxation, remember? Dad's getting Dad's mad. Getting mad. Mm-hmm. Don't find comparisons about your stand of living. The dinner table is no place for discontent. It makes Dad and Mother uncomfortable and unhappy. No one wants to make anybody uncomfortable. Yeah, God forbid we make anybody <laughs> uncomfortable. God forbid we say feelings. Now everybody makes everybody uncomfortable. There should be a deaf mute showing up into these things. I mean, you don't have to do anything. Why is the woman always... Don't insult your brother or sister with offensive remarks about friends. Arguments, harsh words, mean tension and distress for everyone. This makes no sense. Your friend Jimmy's been hitting on me since third grade. He's an asshole. Oh, things oh. are going south. Oh, it's a whole uh, fight. It's dinner. turned into Bravo reality Get TV. Do remember Quick. simply this. <laughs> Treat the other members of your family. Andy with Cohen the same probably respect. saw this same video and was like, "Let's bring, let's do the go opposite back. of that." Like, yeah, let's yeah. Do that. <laughs> I want you to watch this video, girls. <laughs> Whatever they do, don't. Act and cordiality. You would show your most treasured friend outside the family circle. This does not mean you should be stiff or formal. With your own family, you can relax. It be looks every yourself. bit formal. It looks every bit stiff and <laughs> stiff and formal. <laughs> she showed up with a suit on for dinner. Yeah. This is so silly. Just be sure it's your best self. This is better. Sounds like Adam the Liar, if you're asking me. You're supposed to show up on an Instagram profile. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> now things are on an even keel again. Now we're ready for dessert. Most families don't have maids, so mother needs help with the serving from the kitchen. Son says mother has done enough. Watch him play butler. <laughs> mother, you've done enough. The removal of Dick. <laughs> mother, you've done enough. You've done enough bad cooking for one day, mother. <laughs> Let me get the cake. <laughs> Let me get the cake. Hopefully that has some taste to it. Just from the main course and the serving of dessert... Set the stage for the conclusion of a thoroughly pleasant meal. Then you can wow. get down to financial talk after yeah. this. 
<laughs> then you can get back to unpleasantries and yelling and screaming. Dad will beat Junior while <laughs> Mom and the daughter get junk on old bathtub gin. Do you begin to see now how a date with your family can be a truly special occasion? Nope, I'm thoroughly <laughs> uninterested in this. <laughs> thoroughly. Do you know why brother and sister looked forward to the evening? When the dinner hour at home is treated with a certain amount of graciousness and ceremony, it can be memorable. There is no family so poor, but that the evening meal can be eaten in an atmosphere of warmth and gentleness. There is no family so busy, but that it can come together in the evening for a dinner date, which will give its members something to look back upon with happiness. Is that <laughs> old English? What is he speaking? <laughs> Thou thy that thosos. All Holy their days. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. God, you gotta love it. That's how it's done. That's, That's how it's done. done there, kids. If there's any questions about what you should be doing at dinner, we just answered them for you. Maybe Yeezy needed to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, th- I hate how these 50s videos, I mean, it's almost like women are disregarded entities. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're good for cooking and cleaning. That's for sure. That's right. That dinner wouldn't be on the table. That slop wouldn't be on the table. I know. Then they have hour-long commercials about, you know, the brand-new dishwasher that's going to change your life. And it's all so condescending. I don't like it. But it's funny because it's so different now. And in a lot of ways, not different now. True. Yeah. That's why. Get out and vote. Do your thing. Well, voting was yesterday. So <laughs> I voted today. Good for you. I went straight in, walked in, walked out. It was easy. Good for you. That's this is it. We got to do it. We got to get out there. Yeah. No matter make who you're voting for, make heard. your voice heard by voting, uh, by voting in the direction you think the country should go in. Yeah, whatever it is, whatever just it vote. Is, just vote. Yeah, we don't care. We're not. We're not here to tell you. Go to another show for all of that. <laughs> we're here to sh- We're here to tell you what to do at dinner time. And who to, whose music to in listen the 50s. to in the fifties, <laughs> and how to walk on the sidewalk, and what to do when an air when an airplane is being boarded. That's what we're here to yes. do. We're here to show you all the other parts of your wonderful life <laughs> that you should be paying attention to. TCBpodcast.com is where you go. You find out more information about Chrissy and I. All of the audio, all of the video, right there at TCBpodcast.com. Do us a favor, like so many of you have. Go to the website, hit the Contact Us button, tell us about yourself, ask for advice, questions, comments, concerns, content ideas, all of it, right there through the website at tcbpodcast.com or the brand new TCB hotline, 855-TCB-8383. That's 1-855-TCB-8383, toll-free from anywhere in the world. You can text us or leave us a voicemail. We will respond. There's no spam here, kids. We're not selling your phone numbers. Or assistance. Yeah, or assistance, because quite frankly, we can't afford them. We can barely afford to feed ourselves this stupid show. We just keep on doing them over and over again. It's like we're trapped in our own personal hell. At The Commercial Break on Instagram, YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break. Go watch our videos. They're really funny. They're completely different than what you see here. Uh, Morgan does such a great job, so go. All right, well, I guess that's all I can do today, Chrissy. I think so, Brian. So I'll say I love you. I love you. I'll say best to you. Best to you. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say we do say we must say. Bye. Bye.